Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show. Money Grows on Trees. My name is Lloyd Ross, and today's topic is all about trading versus investing. All right, trading or investing. And uh, this is a really important topic for you to understand because once you understand this, your money journey is going to be a lot easier. You're going to spend less time worrying about it, more time making money, and you're just going to be smarter with your money. And I think it's really important because rule number one of investing is never lose money and rule number two is never forget rule number one (laughs) i think you know if you can stay in the game and you can compound your money over time for a long period of time and we've spoken about this in in different episodes uh of the show you know about compound interest but if you can stay in the game and compound your wealth you don't have to have hit big home runs all the time just little bits over time you'll be wealthy and you'll have all the the freedom and, and 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 choice that wealth brings you but if you don't and you trade and you go for these big swings and you make a wrong decision and then you lose a lot of money, it can take you out of the game. And the other day I was uh, training with my friend Gavin Top. He's a professional boxer, ex-professional boxer. And uh, he was Australian title holder and also had a world title eliminator. And he's a great friend. And he said, we're running up and down these stairs. And he said, you know, we're preparing for this boxing fight. And he said to one of the guys, he said, if you stay up, if you stay standing, if you can stay up through the rounds, then you've at least got a chance on winning on points. <laughs> you do, right? If you're in a boxing fight and you're at least standing at the end of the bout, then you've at least got a chance on winning a technical win on points. All right? But if you get knocked out and you're flying on the canvas and you get counted out, you have no chance of winning. Or if you're not fit enough, and you've got to quit halfway through the round and wave the white flag, then you're out, and you've got no chance of winning on points. And it's the same with investing versus trading. Those who invest intelligently know exactly what they're buying. Well, you know, know what they're buying, how much it's worth, how much you know it's expected to be worth in future. They've done their research, and they're prepared to hold long term. They're prepared to fight it out for the rest of the round. They are at least going to stay in the game long enough to be wealthy because of compound interest. But those who trade, which is where they're actually buying and selling a lot, they buy an asset for a certain price, resell it for a price hopefully higher, not always, hopefully higher, then sometimes that can take them out of the game. They can take them out of the match, and they're never going to win on points. So the idea is to stay in the game. And when you're trading, what happens as a human being is it seems logical. right? I get it. It seems logical. You're like, oh, just look, this share and this property is such a great – I'm just going to buy this. Fine. Right, you might get it right one or two times. Okay, but then you start to do it more and more and more. And what can happen, especially if you've been right the first two or three times, you can start fancying yourself. Your ego can take over. You're like, you know what? I'm going to take this million that I've accumulated. I'm going to put it into this property or this share. This is it. This is the one that's going to double, right? And you, usually people who trade are looking for fast gains. And uh oh, it's the wrong one. Now, sometimes if you've got stop loss orders in, you can prevent losses in shares. But sometimes it can skip the stop loss order and you can actually just lose a lot of money. 
in property as well, right? You can you can buy something that's that's not right. And so the more you trade, the more chances you're going to make a mistake. So the more buy and sell decisions you have to make, the in what you do is you increase your chance of being wrong because you're a human being and human beings aren't perfect. You cannot pick every investment that's going to be a winner over long periods of time. You just can't. You just won't do that. So you've got to be careful. And that's why as an investor, it's, it's, it's more intelligent because if you buy a good quality investment and you hold it long term, the investment makes all the money for you. You don't have to. Activity doesn't, more activity doesn't mean you're going to make more money. In fact, if you actually have more activity, you're buying and selling more, sometimes you lose a lot more money. And I think people get, uh, they just get caught up in the activity, the, 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 the excitement of investing. And, and really good investing is boring. Staying in the game and winning on points is just way, way more boring than like, yeah, I got a knockout, right? Boom, hit it out of the park. And so do you want to be wealthy or do you want to brag to your friends? You know, do you want to satisfy your ego or do you want to be wealthy? And I think too many people are looking for trading as a way to produce income, a way to get out of their job, and that's just so bad. I don't know anyone that's traded their way to wealth. Uh, I think if you're going to be a, a trader of any sorts, um, then you want to buy good quality assets at really, really low prices, and then perhaps if you sell, then you can make you know that big gain, which is which is okay. But doing it often to think you can make an income from it is really bad because you're just going to actually trade away your gains. Here's a couple of things to consider. When you buy an asset and you sell it within 12 months, you've got to pay capital gains tax on it, right, up to 30%, more than 30% sometimes in the 12 months, all right? So if you're buying and selling quickly, you're going to have to pay the government a 30% of your actual gain. Now, that may not seem like a lot, but if you were going to hold that asset for the next 20 and 30 years, the gains upon those non-tax gains are incredibly powerful and you're losing out on that long term because you're looking for a quick buck. The other thing is when you sell an asset, you've got to then redeploy the money somewhere else. You're like, okay, I sold that for like, you know, uh, I sold it, I bought it for a hundred grand and I sold it for like 120,000. Great. Now you've got 120,000 in cash. What are you going to do with it? Oh, I'm going to go and buy this now. Okay, great. Well, you just lost 5,000 there. Oh, I've got, pull it back out. I'm now back down to 115. I'm going to go buy this. Oh, I've lost another 10,000. Oh, I'm back to 105. Uh oh. I don't know what I'm going to do here, right? So you're just playing this game all the time. And all trading does is take your attention away from things that produce cash, you know? And I think investing is just so much better when it's done a little bit more passively. And this is why I love Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger's approach. They buy good quality businesses, so stocks, and they hold them forever. They hold them for a long time. I think Warren Buffett's held Coca-Cola for th- since the 1980s. He bought, I think his cost basis is $3. That share is now $50, I think. Um, it's ridiculous, right? And it's just producing more gains on ga- on untaxed gains for him. So when you're when you're trading, a you're going to increase the likelihood of making a wrong decision, which can lose you a lot of money. B if you get a trade and it works out, you're going to pay the government capital gains tax, which reduces your gains long term. And it takes away a lot of time from you because you have to sit there and actually actively buy and sell stuff all the time. So you can't focus on your business. You can't focus on creating cash to then invest long term. And it takes away your attention from things where you can actually make a lot more money. So do I think that trading is a wise idea? Absolutely not. I think uh, particularly in things like cryptocurrency where you don't even know what the value of the cryptocurrency is. Like that's just, that, that's playing with fire. If you don't know the value of what something is, how can you trade it with any intelligence? 
how do you actually know? Now, I've done an episode on this. If you haven't seen it, Crypto Craze, I did an episode, earlier episodes on this show about about that. And I think if you go and listen to that, you'll understand a bit more about why I don't speculate or trade and why I invest intelligently. So if you're going to invest, A, you know exactly what something's worth, all right? You're planting a money tree and you're going to wait for the tree to grow over time and produce fruit. We've spoken about this, right? It's also in my book. Whereas trading is where you've planted a tree, it's growing a little bit and you chop the tree down and you sell the wood. That's the only way to make money, right? You're selling it. There's no fruit coming off it. And um, then you've got to go and plant another tree and do the same thing. And sometimes you can plant the wrong tree. You can buy the wrong tree. You can cut it down at the wrong time. There's so many people that have sold too early from assets for a quick dollar on a quick trade and they've lost massive amounts of future growth from that asset. So buy quality properties, buy quality shares in in things you understand for a price that is reasonable, below, hopefully below the value of what it's really worth and hold it for a long time and you just cannot go wrong. I mean, it's so hard to go wrong, really. Whereas when you're trading, you know, I, I spelt it out. There's three things, you know. A, you're going to pay capital gains tax. You're going to wipe away your gains. B, you're going to increase the chance of you making the wrong decision. And C, it's going to take up so much time, you know, time, valuable time that you want. So just consider those things, all right, between investing and trading. And understand that when I've seen people win when they trade, let's say they've traded a million dollars and they're like, yes, I'm up, I don't know, I'm up. 10% on my million bucks. I'm like, great, you've made a hundred grand. They go, yes. I'm like, awesome. And then they go, oh, maybe I should hold it for a bit longer because they don't actually know what they've bought. They're just buying something on the premise that's going to go up. They don't even know what it was worth when they bought it. So what happened is, I see this a lot in crypto. They'll buy it and they go, oh, it's gone up 10%. Great. I've made a hundred, like, I don't know. Let, let's say they put a hundred thousand in it and they've held it. And they're like, oh my God, I'm up 10%. I'm up 10 grand. I'm like, great. They go, oh, I'm just going to hold it for a bit longer. And they don't sell. And then it goes down. And I go, oh, no, it's gone down. I'm going to hold it for a bit longer. It goes down again to 95. Oh, I'm going to hold it for a bit longer. It goes back up. Oh, my God, I'm up. They just never know when to get out. You know, and even when they get out, when they've had a win, as I've said, they don't know when to go back in. And if they go back in, it could be for a price that's way too high. And all of a sudden, the market runs away from them. They go, oh, my God, I've missed all the gains. And they try and buy in again. They buy in massively high. It's a real roller coaster of emotion trading. It's, you know, the old saying goes, it's not about timing the market, it's about time in the market. And that's why I'm less concerned about, you know, trading where my money sits. It sits in good quality shares. And, uh, you know, if you're a property person, great, good quality property. Don't be in a rush to sell it. You're going to pay heaps in transaction costs, in, in capital gains, tax, and you're going to have to then redeploy your capital into something else. So, if it's good quality, buy it, hold it. Go and spend your time learning how to make cash in other ways through businesses and then use that money to invest more, okay? And you add to your empire. You add to your capital base. You add to your investment portfolio. You don't sell it and rebuy and sell and rebuy and try, to, try and bootstrap your way to the top. That's just, it's so hard. So anyway, look, I hope that gives you a bit of an indication of investing versus trading and why I'm a big proponent of investing. I'm not a big believer in trading. If you don't believe me, go try it. Test it out, test it out with a little bit of money, and then you'll come back in and you go, you're right, I'm just going to invest, right? Because it's just, you know, why make it, why make it difficult when you can make it so, so easy? The best money is, is made sitting on your butt doing nothing, right? So, uh, look, there you go. Sometimes you can, sometimes you just gotta go and make mistakes and learn it yourself, but I've made the mistakes and trying to impart some wisdom to you, so that's the difference between investing and trading. 
And uh, look, if you're enjoying the podcast so far, you're enjoying these episodes, please feel free and please leave me a review. Hopefully it's a five-star review. That'd be amazing. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. We are crushing it in the podcast game. We hit number one on How To in Australia last week, which is amazing. We also hit number one in Iceland, which is weird but amazing. <laughs> and um, and look, take screenshot the podcast and share it to your Instagram stories. Share it to your Facebook stories. I'll then share it to my audience too, and uh, we can educate people together. So, um, yeah, feel free to do that. Share the love, and thanks so much again for listening in. I've got some amazing uh, future uh, podcast episodes coming up. And also some guests coming up as well, some millionaire guests, some other guests in some areas that's going to give you heaps of value. So buckle up. Money Grows on Trees is just beginning. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 